morning. We are well, good morning, everybody. We are Chavtes Amid Beis, the bottom of Chavtes Amid Beis. So we're talking about the thing that there is a father has to teach his child and has to has an obligation towards his child and a number of things. One of the things is Lasia Isha to marry him a wife, and the Gemara from that morphed into at what age you got to marry. Last line of Chavtes Amid Beis. The reason that I'm better than my friends, meaning I'm Godel Mechavrai, I'm bigger in learning than my Chavr, than a Sivne Beshitzer, because I got married when I was 16 years old. Had I gotten married when I was 14 years old, I would have been able to say to the Sutton, Gir Benech, I spit in your eye. In other words, I could have. And the, the Achreinim talk, Rashi brings, and we had learned Rashi that it's not a Mila to go fight with the Sutton. You don't chep his home with the sutan and try to write the moon. You know, but what it means is I would have been able to and I would have been able to overcome. But I thought that it's not an Eitzatoyva to be able to do this. This that he says 14, had I married at 14, what does it mean 14? So somebody say that it means and in the fourth, in other words, once he became a godel, as soon as he was 13, in his 14th year, then already you can do it. We're going to talk a little bit more in the Gemara about the past. Is the question is, when is the ideal time for a young man to get married? When can he get married? And can he get married at 12? Is that even better? So the Rambam brings in the Chasor the Rambam brings for Oser Lassia Ishan Lulakotten Shizeu Kamoiznus that to marry a, a, a girl to a cotton, that's like a znus. So under 13, you can't, but also she is a znus. That's what he 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 brings. And the Bishyesa brings, and the Torah brings, Lefidasa Rambam, they weren't mesakin for a cotton nesuyin, and because they weren't mesakin for cotton nesuyin, therefore, we see Bilose Bilosnus, Mashenkin Ektana, they weren't, they weren't. They read about Tosis, they argue with the Rambam, and they say, even though they weren't misakin and assuming for a cotton, oh, but to go so far, we don't say, and not only that, so the re holds, and Bishyesa brings the there's a mitzvah to marry already, Megil Yud base, and he argues on Legabe, Legabe, uh, Legabe, the thing. Okay, the other thing that we talk, and then we'll talk a little bit later on what the ideal age we'll see in the Gemara a little bit further. This concept Lesotan Skira Benech I spit in your eye, Vusep is the Eugen, Luzi Bus the Khsidashid, Mevice Mat Upit and the Eugen, Ven Megai Tarup from the Vake from V V Fanksundi I said Hara Mid the Eugen. So therefore Gira Benach there that was the Loshan because the Sir Savir Zukdamasha, the Kilkel for the eight Sahara starts with the eyes and therefore Gira I throw a, a thing and I won't be um I wouldn't be a uh, thing. Okay, now the Gemara goes the next obligation. We learned there's an obligation for a father to teach his son, Rabbi Lamed Ahmed Aleph, the top of the Ahmed. Uh, there's an obligation to teach his son Torah. So that's what we, we learned the Torah. You know what? Be careful. You know when you should teach your you should teach your son when your hand is still on the neck of your son. You're able. You still have a on him. That's when you should te- teach him Torah and you should be mechichim. And what is that? From 16 years old to 22 years old. Before 16, to to accept it at 16, But beyond 22, if you try to be mechichim when he's over. 
over 22, he's going he's gonna to kick back and he's going to reject everything. Others say that the age, the right age is Mitmanasura from 18, that's from Ba'arba. So both of them say it's a six-year span, but, but which six years, that's the Shaila. And the Ba'arba, and Lamai said, it's a that when the right years are. Where Lamed Amad Aleph Joey, six lines from the top, we're talking about a father's obligation to teach a child Torah. When is the key time he should be Mechiachim, he should give him Musr and teach? So one Mandomer says from 16 to 22, one says 18 to 24. The Pasuk says, Educate a child on his way. And if you do that, he won't go away from it, even if you teach him. So when is that Lenar? What is the age of Chanoich Lanar. Rabbi Yudha Ram Nechemia. Chadoma one says, Meshitzer Vadesh Vatarta from 16 to 22. That's the ideal age. He has enough know it all to. To, to to be able to accept what you're saying, and he's not old enough that he's going to reject it. from 18 Good morning, Itzi. Until what age? Itzi, you, you got up, you said, like this. How far do you have to teach a child Torah? You have a chiv to teach a child Torah. How much Torah do you have to teach the child? Omrab Yudam Shmuel Kigoyim like Zvulim Ben David. There was a Talmud in the times of Shmuel and Rab Yuda, and Rashi says it was a Talmud at that time because who's this Zvulim Ben David? Talmud Shehoya Biyameims of Rashi. A Talmud that was in that time. Shalimdo Avi Oviv, his grandfather taught him Mikra Mishnah. Talmud Vagadis taught him all these different things. So first of all, there are two things that we seem to learn from this story. First of all, there's a chiv not only on a father to teach his son, but there's also a chiv on a grandfather to teach his grandchild. Shalom de Aviyavit, his grandfather taught him. And what did he teach him? Mikra, Mishnah, Talmud, Vagadis, all those things, the Chiv is over there. Fegmar I'll bring you a, ra, a stira that Shmuel is incorrect. Shmuel says that the obligation of a father slash grandfather is all these things. We learn the Brisa, Lomda Mikra. If the father taught him to learn uh, to read, Torah, he doesn't have to teach a Mishnah. Mikra, Zu Torah. In other words, Rava was saying it doesn't mean all of Tanakh Nevim Eksubin. It's Zu Torah, Torah alone. Veloy Nevim Eksubin. Look at Rashi, right? Which is the big Chiddush. So Rava is coming to add. It says Torah. So Rava says, don't think, it says Mikra. Don't think Mikra everything. Mikra means only Torah you got to teach. The Rambam, though, says clearly that Chayev Lelamdei Bishar, Bishar meaning your father's got to spend money. To teach him as in So the Rambam says, Yes, I agree with the Manda Omer that it's not Mishnah, Talmud, and everything else. But when the Gemara says Mikra, Mikra means Kol And the Shulchan Aruch brings it in Yeradeh, and the Gro brings that um, the, what the Rambam means. Uh, that Rava said Torah. I, the Gemara says, Rava says Zu Torah. So how did the Rambam learn it? Rashi is very good. Rashi says Zu Torah is only Torah and not Tanakh, not, not Nevi'im Eksuvim. But according to the Rambam who learned, even if we say like Rava, you don't have to teach Mishnah, but 
Mikra means Tanakh, all of Tanakh. Robert clearly said, Zutara only Torah, Zutavil Nagon. According to the Rambam, what Robert meant was, I don't have to teach him the Midrashim of the Torah. I only have to teach him actual, the reading of Tanakh. But not, I don't have to teach him Nach. Rabbi didn't mean to say Mikra, Zutoira, only Torah and not Nevi'im Eksuvim. He meant, of course, Torah and Nevi'im Eksuvim. But he went, the actual Torah, you don't have to teach in the Midrashim and the other things. So, Mimela, we see clearly from Abraisa, the obligation of a father is only insofar, either as Rashi says, to teach him only Torah, or as the Rambam learns the Gemara, Tanakh, but not uh, Mishnah and Talmud and Agadis. And for the Gemara, when he said, Shmuel said, you got at Hechem, what's the obligation of a father, Kizvun ben David, like this Talmud, Zvun ben David, that taught his grandchildren, all of that, Kizvun ben David, Veloy Kizvun ben David. He meant in one aspect, like Zvun ben David, but not in every aspect. What aspect? Kizvun ben David, Shalom of it. You learn from Zvun ben David that the obligation is not only on the father, the obligation is also on the grandfather. Because the Ilo Hassan Zvon Ben David went the extra mile. He taught him Mikra, Mishnah, the Talmud, Alochis, Rakodis, the Elohacha, and the obligation that a father has to teach a son is Mikra Bilvad, is only, uh, is only uh, a Mikra, only the Torah, and not that. So and so the Lalocha the Rambam brings like this. The Rambam brings Lalocha in Tamatera, Hishem Shimitzalamidesbinoi, just like a person has an obligation to teach his son, Kah Mitzalamidesbenoi, in the same way he has to teach his grandson. And the Rambam adds, Veloy Rakes Benbenoi, not only your grandson you have a mitzvah, Elo mitzvah kol chacham Yisrael lil me Anybody who knows how to learn has an obligation to teach any Yisrael out there. Shenemar b'shenantam levanecha, and the Rambam says Sifri says banecha el ta'im banecha el tamida chacham. But the Rambam says, but there's a difference. In other words, the Rambam says the obligation to teach Torah is not only to your child or your grandson. Even a stranger, you have to teach any Jew Torah if you know how to teach. But the Rambam says there are two differences between your blood, flesh and blood, and somebody else. The two differences is, is that if I have uh, opportunity to teach or to ha have money for my son or my grandson, who do I give first? My son goes before my grandson. And therefore, my grandson before a stranger. Um, and number two is, my son or grandson, I even have to pay money to teach him Torah. I have to pay and hire a tutor if I can't teach him Torah. Masha'en came for a stranger. If I know Torah, I have an obligation to teach a Torah. But if I don't know Torah, I don't have an obligation to hire for somebody else a, a, a Rebbe and teach on that. Those are the different differences. So, okay. Al-Kopanam, Lefide Maskanis, Agamara. The father has to teach his son only Torah being either Tanakh 
or only uh, Chumash, depending how you learn, like Rashi or thing. But Aviyoviv, the grandfather, has an obligation, the same obligation. Is that really true? That a grandfather is Mechuyiv also to teach his grandson? Vatanya, we learn. The Pesach says in Devarim, You will teach your, your children the Torah. And the Pesach says, Meaning your children, but not your grandchildren. And therefore... There's no obligation to cheat Shagat children. Mani Mikhaim, what do I do with the other Pasuk? The Pasuk says, Voidatem, and you will let your children know Libanecho Ulubnebanecho, letting your children know that's Libanecho Ulubnebanecho. And over there, the Pasuk mentions also your grandchildren, right? So what do you do with that Pasuk if you say there's no Chiyah? If you teach your child Torah, the Torah gives you Why? Because how is your child going to teach his child Torah? Why is he able to teach his child Torah? Because you taught him Torah. And why is your grandchild going to be able to teach your great-grandchild Torah? Ultimately, it all started from you. Therefore, when the Torah says, it's not a chiyuv that you have an obligation to teach your grandchild. Obligation is only only your child. The Torah is telling you, you're going to have the credit of teaching all the future generations because by teaching your child, you're perpetuating it for the future generations. But there's no chiyuv. And for Digmar, who the Omer Shmuel, who says that a grandfather has an obligation, he learns the Pesukim a little different, and he'll learn like the other Brisa. Kiyotana de Sanya, we learn in a different Brisa. The Brisa says, I would think the obligation of a father is only towards his children. How would I know he has an obligation to teach his grandchildren also? So therefore, I see there's an obligation even from the grandchildren. In Cain, if so, why does the other Pesach say only children? It says, It should say also, Why only your children? The Kiddush over there is not to say only your children and not your grandchildren. It's to tell you that there's no mitzvah to teach Talmud Torah for your daughter. There's only the mitzvah Talmud Torah that is to teach for your son and not the and not your daughter. And that's the Kiddush that the Apostle uh, comes over here. So now the Gemara talks already. We brought a drasha on Voidatam Levanech on that Pasuk. So you know how the beauty of the Gemara, the Gemara morphs from one subject to another subject, right? So as we're already at this subject, let's talk about the Psukim about Talmud Torah. If somebody teaches his grandson, uh, the Torah. So in Brachis, actually, it says Kolamelamid as Benoi Torah, not Ben Benoi. Over here, it says Ben Benoi. Malolavakosov, the Pasuk considers it Kilekibla Mahar Sinai, as if he was Mekabal the Torah Mahar Sinai. Um, meaning, Marsha says over here, as if the father received the Torah from Har Sinai. The Second Pirish Marsha brings, it's as if the son was Mechabal the Torah Mar Sinai. Shenemar, because the Pasuk says, Vaidatam Levanecho, Levanecho. And next to it, Vesomachle, the Pasuk says, Yoimashar Madeto, the day you stood, Levne Hashem Lekecho, before Hashem your God, but 
uh, in by Har Sinai. So therefore, I see when you teach your child Torah, it's as if Kabbalah is Torah by by Har Sinai. He found Rabbi Shuban Levi the shot of this narration. He threw on his head a a a, a shmata. How do you say a shmate, Joey, in, 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 in Syrian? A shmate is when you throw a clothes that's not a real clothes. You just throw a piece of uh, material on your head. You take the thing, you, you a rag. Oh, a shmate is a rag. He threw a rag on top of his head, not to go with gilurosh, not to go with an open head. So he quickly threw something, not the usual, they used to usually put a nice uh, 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 special garment on top of it. He wore the komantele yinukele And he took his child, either his child or his grandchild, depending how you learn it. Some He took him to, to, to cheder. He took him to school. Met him on the street and he says, Michael, hi, where did you rush this morning? Itzi, you here? Where did you rush this morning that you're still, you, you didn't have time to put on your proper clothes? Where did you rush this morning? So he told him, Is it such a small thing? You think what it's written over there? Next to it, it says, If you teach your children Torah, or you teach your grandchildren Torah, it's as if Kabbalah is Torah Maharsinai. So it's worth rushing for that and putting on a shmat on my head instead of the proper thing. Mikan afterwards, Rabbi Chiyabar Ovn heard the story. He internalized it at this. And Rabbi Chiyabar Ovn loitom utze ademikre liyenke mesufa. He did not taste. He used to have every morning, they would taste lahavkot. We don't want to say what they, what do they call it today? Faken, faken, Lucy, what do they call it today? Faken, the fake bacon. So we know those who, those not, not, not eaten, you, they eat bacon with eggs in the morning, right? Today it's so foreign to us, we eat, going to eat meat. But you see that Merom ate meat for breakfast in the morning. So he used to eat a little bit of grilled meat, not bacon, faken they ate. A little grilled meat in the morning, he'd eat it. He stopped after this story. He stopped. He didn't eat this until first he taught his anical something. Until the Mikra Leonuke, he taught something to his, his grandson, Umasifa, and he added. And the same way, Rabbi Ravuna, he didn't eat any until he took his grandson um, and entered the base madrash. And when it says the the lotion before the mikra liyunke umaysifa means he taught him something and he added. In other words, every day he repeated what he learned yesterday with his grandchild and he added one extra pasuk to teach him every day. And then he went for his breakfast. Before that, he wouldn't go for the breakfast. Omrab Safra Mishum Rabbi Shu Bechalina. My chsib with the pasuk says, Vishinantam Livonecha. Why does it say two nuns in the pasuk? Vishinantam. It should have said Vishinisam Livonecha. Teach your children. What is the Vishinantam, the extra thing. I'll take your Vishinantam, Ella Vishilashtam. Trip, make it into three. Loilam Yashlish Adam Shanaisam. A person should divide his years into three. We'll see what it means. Bishlish in a third, Betara. He should learn Torah. Shlish, a third of his years, the Mishnah, and Shlish. The Talmud and the third one 
in 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 Talmud, and therefore you have all these things. Did so I, the question I, over here that they ask is the Marsha asks. We just finished learning before that the obligation for a father to teach a child is only Torah, not Mishnah, not Talmud. Where are we learning out these three things from the pasuk Vishinantam Lovenacha? You're going to teach to your children, and Vishinantam means Torah, Mishnah, and Talmud. What do you mean? We just said you only have to teach one of them. So what's all three of them? It has to be on it. So therefore, uh, the they answered. Marshal says that we're talking about Talmudim, not the children. The obligation to children, you're right, is Torah. But the further obligation is, uh, I mean, for Talmudim, this is the way you should learn on the thing. The Lechemishna says, the Gemara is talking about it here, to teach Bechinam, with schar to pay money for it, you're obligated only for the Torah, but to teach if you, without paying, you have the ability to do yourself, or there are vol- there's, you don't pay, the government pays for school, of course, you got to make sure, loylam yashlev shadav shenaisav, shlish v'mishka. Frank Gemara. Did I tell you the story with the Belzerov? With the Babvarov? No, tell me. The- Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Zukti Gemara. Beautiful. Okay. Zukti Gemara. Very good. The Gemara says, what do you mean you're going to split your years? A third this, a third that. Do you know how long you're going to live? A person doesn't know how long you're going to live. Hey, you're never going to arrive to Mishnah and Talmud because you're your first third of the year. It means Liyume, meaning Zukti Rashi. Rashi says you split it by the days of the week. Two days a week you learn Chumash. Two days a week you learn Mishnah. Two days a week Talmud. So for the days of the week. the days of the week. here. I don't like it. Why? You could still say, How do you know a person? How does he know he's going to live past the first two days? So therefore, Toysi says, Every single day, Yashlish, you could you should divide the dray. Al Kane Tikin, therefore they were Mesakin Besader of Amram Gon, Kemosha on Onoigim, Bachol Yoim, Koidim Psuka de Zimra, before Psuka de Zimra, Loimer, we say Mikra Mishnah Megomara. We say something from Mikra Mishnah Gomara always by Tvila. That way you know you have it under your belt. Right? Being a tamp birish on a soimchimadam rinum besenhedrin. Bovel belula. The Mikra, the Mishnah, the Gemara. The Gamra's Bovel, Bol Mikul. The Gemara's Bovel, Bol Mikul. When you learn the Gemara, Joey, you're Mekayim everything because the Gemara is mixed Torah, Mishnah, and, and Talmud. And therefore, by learning the Gemara, we're Mekayim everything. And so then different than the, um, the, the, the thing over here. And uh, this. Okay. Zog the Gemara. Zog the Gemara. Okay. Um, so anyway, I don't know, it, it's Kedai, I, I once mentioned it, uh, um, I, I once mentioned it's Kedai to learn the Akdama of the Rambam writes the Akdama to, to Yada Chazok, when he writes the Akdama to the Rambam, it's Kedai to read him what he writes, the, uh, he says, once upon a time, a person read the Chumash, and that was it. And once upon, and then he learned the Gemara and the Mishnah and the various things. He says, now that I wrote the Mishnah Torah, a person reads the Chumash, and then he can come straight to my Mishnah Torah and learn the Mishnah Torah and 
and that's it. Because that way he will know the halacha and he will know everything and he's going to have, um, he's going to know everything. The Ramah brings the halacha that a person who has only three hours a day to learn and similar to that can be, um, uh, uh, he, he, he can't spend his time learning Torah, Mishnah and Talmud because he'll never know halacha lamaisa. So he won't know how to do the halachot. So therefore, you should use the time to learn halacha lamaisa, not to learn Torah, Mishnah, and Talmud, because through that, he still won't know how to do the halachas. The early ones were called seifrim. Seifrim is lashon. You count. Show your seifrim They counted all the letters in the Torah. So the one, they said, so the one hour daf. Uh, a day, what is that? That's like? it, you're right. So, Toysis Rabbeinu Tam, it's good because Rabbeinu Tam says the one hour of daf a day, we're learning Torah, Mishnah, and Talmud. That's what the Rambam said because Talmud Bavli um, is Bolo Mikulam. The Rambam said the the Rabbeinu Tam that we just learned in the Toysis, but the Ramah was Allah The Ramah said, But how are you going to know Allah? Thank you for the plug, They were called They counted all the letters. They said the letter involved by Gochon, when we talk about a share, it's called anything that crawls on its stomach. The vav of Gochon is is exactly the halfway mark of the letters in, a, in, in, in the Torah. Dorish, Dorish, when the Pesach says the Dorish, then Chetzian shall tevish of the Torah. That's the halfway mark of words in the Torah. When the Pesach says Vizgalach in, in Vayikra, it's the halfway shall psukim. It's the 50% mark of the psukim in the Torah. In Tehillim, when it says Yechem Meseno Chazir Meyar, then the, the ayin of yar is chetzian, is the halfway of the letters of the Torah, of Tehillim, sorry. And then vurachem yichaper ovein, in Tehillim and ayin ches, where it says vurachem yichaper ovein, is chetzi of the psukim. That's the halfway mark of the psukim. So in other words, the previous generations, they counted and they counted the number of letters, the number of words, the number of psukim, and therefore they know and they knew uh, how to do it. So Rashi says, Mishpacha from Tosis says, like we have in Shabbos, how many malachas there were, Arbam Chasarachas. Somebody who puts everything into numbers. Everything is a numbers game. At the end of the day, you talk to your CFO, it's all about the numbers. So this was a numbers game. There was from not a numbers, not a game. Omer Laba, Omer Lay. So Abaya said, why do we have to depend on that? So uh, the Yavitz adds the word Abayah. Let's bring a Sefer Torah and let's count and we can do it ourselves also. And let's see, is it really true? The Vav of Gochen is the midpoint of the letters. We know Rabbi Chana said, They didn't move away from there until they brought a Sefer Torah and they actually counted it. And therefore they will see what, what it is. Zakt Rashi. They didn't move from there. Where's there, Michael? The Gemara is not telling me where Rabbi says, oh, there was a story. They didn't move from there until they counted. Excuse me. Where was there? Was it Timbuktu? Where was there? Rashi says, we don't know. 
Omar Leis, Rabbi Yosef says, Inu, the previous generations, they were Bekiya Bechesaris Vyaseris. We know some Tsukum are written with an extra vav or a yud to complete it, and some are chaser without it. So since we don't know exactly how it should be written, we can't go and count and be sure of what the midpoint of letters are. Why? Because maybe it's supposed to be chaser, and it's yasser, maybe it's yasser, it's supposed to be. So therefore, we can't count on that. Look, the Pashtis, you should know, this makes a huge difference about you have a Sefer Torah, and you have a Sefer Torah, and what happens if it's missing a letter? Was the Kriya not correct? Of course, we go to fix it. But is the Sefer Torah puzzle? So we paskin that as long as it doesn't change the meaning of the word, we say the Sefer Torah is okay. Why? Because it's a suffix. We don't know really exactly how every word has to be written. And therefore, maybe it's not. So if it doesn't change the meaning, it's okay. That's very good. So he asks like this. We said that the Pasuk Vizgaleach is the halfway mark of the Psukim. Vizgaleach, what part does it belong to? Which half does it go to? The first half or the second half? Joey, there's a simple answer. Who says it's that maybe there's a thousand two hundred on this size and a thousand two hundred on this side, and this is the middle pasuk. Who says that it belongs to one of the two? Right? If it's an even number, then it has to belong to either one. But if it's an odd number, clearly he he accepted that there was an even number, and mm-hmm. therefore that pasuk had to belong to one or the other. Only Abayas Abayas said, "You're right. We don't know." Um, in in words and letters for psukim no problem let's go count it you're right that in words we don't know the letters that therefore we can't count what's the midpoint letter but we can count which is the midpoint pasuk we're also not a bucky in where to stop a pasuk so since we don't know exactly where to stop the psukim maybe we read one long thing as a pasuk it's really two psukim so therefore we can't determine what the midpoint is and a proof when Rabat Barada came came from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel. Omar he said, "Be'marovin Eretz Yisrael paskelai krolet los pesukim." In Eretz Yisrael, this pasuk in Bavel that you were making one pasuk, we made it into three pasuk in the pasuk. And what <coughs> the pasuk says? Which pasuk? By Yom Hashem Al Moshe, Hina Nechi Ba Lecha Ba Avon. So you making it as one pasuk. As in Eretz Yisrael, we have it as three pasukim. Therefore, we can't count. Kuntra Moshe and Laalocha. Therefore, Moshe says, we know how many pasukim do you have to read when you call somebody up to the Torah. You have to read three, a minimum of three pasukim. What happens if you call somebody up and they read only two pasukim? And then he said, Baruch Hashem. And over. Do you have to reread Zakra Moshe? If one of the Pesukim were a long Pasuk, in other words, was long enough to split it into two, you don't have to reread. Why? The Gemara says, 
Mechel, don't make with your eyes like this. Ramosha Zuktas. And and the same thing you see that Allah is even Ramon the Shukhnarch Lagab missing a letter. The reason the Sefatur is not possible is because Ananli Bikin, Zakramosha in the same way, since we are not Bucky, the Gemara says, in when a Pusuk really stopped. So if it was a long Pusuk that you lay into, maybe in fact that long Pusuk was broken into two. And therefore, because of that, so why you don't have to over read the, the Pusuk. What's considered long? No, because every pasuk has to have a minimum of a of amount of words in a pasuk. So if you, the pasuk has enough to have two psukim in it, then you can break it. You know how many psukim are in the Torah? 5,888 psukim are in the Torah. Yes, all of Tilim. Tilim has more shmoina, an additional And says, what are you talking about? Chumash has way more than Tilim. Even if you take the psukim of Tilim and make it only three words, there still wouldn't be enough. As the, There wouldn't be as many psukim in Tilim as there is in Chumash. So how can the Gemara say that Tilim has eight, eight more? And there was a Masha and everything. Less than that is Dibra Yomim, which has Shmoina, eight less than that. Ton the Pasuk says, Vishinanta means like you cut your teeth on it, you're sharp on it. Shinuni, Shinuni, the Gemara says. Shishim Rebbe Oisius can I get Shishim Rebbe thing? Okay, so here we are talking about the uh, psukim, not the Oisius, right? This was the number of psukim in the Torah. The Gemara said was five thousand eight hundred and eighty-eight psukim. We were talking about psukim, not about the Oisius. So the Gemara says like this: Ton Rabbanam, the expression of Shinantem Shinuni. Shinuni means sharp, sharp. That you should be sharp in Dibritur. You should know what you mean. If somebody asks you something, don't don't stutter and tell him. You should be able to fire an answer right away uh, and back. So Tesis brings that the other way around. Don't answer so like you know everything. If somebody asks you, did you learn Masechtas Yevamas? I'll just go ahead. Don't be a big shot. Of course I learned Yevamas. Right away you fire off the answer. Yes, I learned Yevamas. There, don't be so quick to say it. But if they ask you or somebody has to learn from you, then then of course you got to give an answer right away. And you should be able to answer. We are going to Ahmed because the Pasuk says, and the Pasuk says in Mishli, tell Chachma, you're my sister. So Rashi explains. Top Rashi and Lamed Beish, they bucky, boy, you should be bucky in the Torah, like your sister, Shasurallah, just like you know very well your sister is also to you as an Erva, in that same way that it's in your DNA, you know it, the same way you should know Torah. Zogdi Gemara, uh, uh, further. So, and and Chachma is a, 
is a short as a kinui for the Torah. And the Pasuk says, Kosham alat specha, tie the Torah on your fingers, Kosham aluch lipcha, Kisam aluch lipcha, write them, engrave them on your heart. So there you see that a person has to be sure to know it well. Vayimar the Gemara brings now another Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Kichitzim biyat gibber, like arrows in the hands of a gibber, cane in the same way like it is uh, a thing came bnei hanurim that's way that also the children bnei hanurim the children of youth are meaning that the oimer and the pasuk says we'll see in a minute chatsi gibor shinunim chatsi meaning chatsi could also be arrow so therefore it also the arrow of a gibor shinunim are sharp and the Pesach says, Your arrows again, that are a sharpie, under that, the Amim will, will, will succumb, will be under it. And what and the Pasuk says, And praise is a man that filled his is it quill? What is it called where you keep the arrows in? We once talked about it. What's that called? Where quiver. you have the arrows. What? Quiver. No, the quiver is the piece of the arrow. What's the thing you keep the arrows in? On the back, you wear it on your thing. When we go bow and arrow. Satchel? Itzy. What? A satchel? It's like a satchel, right? So that's possibly, but I, there's a word for it is, is what it is. So that's the clear as a chitzim. So Rashi says, so what's the explain? That the the posuk is comparing the bnei anurim, the youth, the children that you teach to the arrows of a thing that, in other words, that's what sharpen, you sharpen the turn, talmidim, you're creating the arrows. And at the end of the Pasuk, what does the Pasuk says? Lo yeveshu. The Talmidim won't get embarrassed. Ki bashar. They will uh, be able... Our scroll says quiver. Quiver. Sorry, I stand corrected. Lucy, you're a man, you're a linguist. You, you know your English. Zuk di gemora ki yedabrus oivim bashar. Very good. Ki yedabrus oivim bashar. Because uh, they will be able to yadabru to talk with their enemies. In other words, they're going to be able to hold forth with their elements in the in the shar. So Zogdigmar Maya Saibn Bashar, what does it mean to hold forth with their enemies at the gate? Even a father and son, a Rebbe and Talmud Shauskin Batura Bashar, that they're they're uh Bashar Echad, that they're standing together in one gate and they're handling. As in Lakewood, they say you handle in the Torah, right? You're dealing on the Torah. Nasim says they become enemies at each other. The Zozim Misham, but they don't leave from there. Until ultimately they become uh, they become tight as friends. They love they love each other. At the beginning, they're fighting as if they're enemies because they're fighting in Torah. But the Shinemar, because the Pasuk says, we see the Pasuk says, as Vobisufa, it says that the Hashem said, um, as Vobisufa, Hashem gave by 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 Yamsuf, Al Tikra Bisufa, don't learn Bisufa as if it means Yamsuf, Elo Bisufa. The Hashem gave that at the end they're Nasa Oivim Zeloze. At the end they become uh well, right, and we know Komachloikis, Shil Shem Shemayim. 
That's what it is. Machlokes Shammai Vehillel and Machlokes in Torah. Both parties are looking for the truth, and through the Machlokes, the truth comes out. I need the Machlokes for the for the Ayav Right? When you Masa Matan and Torah, when you handle back and forth, that's where you come out with the thing. Tana Rabbanam Zakdigemara. Another thing about. Talmud Torah. V'samtem, the Pesach says, V'samtem, you should put as Devorah Eila Alabachem on your thing. V'samtem, you could also say, Samtam, a complete medicine. Sam is like a poison, a medicine. So V'samtem could mean you put, and it could also mean the perfect medicine. Nimshla Torah Kesam Chaim. The Torah was example, like <clears throat> Like the best medicine that makes Moshaladam Shehikas Benoy Makagdoila. A person gave a big uh, patch to his son. And then he put a shmata, he put a, a rag or a, a ointment with a thing on, an ointment on the makabamaloy. And he said, Bini, my son, as long as you have this shmata with an ointment on your wound, you can eat. And Rashi says, even dvash, even sweet stuff that's no good for your wound, you can eat it. And you can drink whatever you want. You can wash in cold water and hot water. Nothing bad's going to happen to you. But if you take away that ointment, then it's the wound is going to get inflamed and it's going to be trouble. In the same way, you're right, I created a Yetzirah. I created a Torah to be a spice for it, something that can heat it, that can heal it. If you're because the Pasuk says, If you're going to do good, you're going to be able to withstand it. You're going to be able to carry it. But if you're not then you're going to be given over to the hands of the Yetzirah. Because the Pasuk says, the continuation of the Pasuk says, and if you won't do the right, what happens? The Yetzirah is standing on your door, and it's going to take you over. And not only, the entire he's going to make it his life's mission statement to Cause you to shenemar the pasuk says ve'lechot shukosay his chuke his desire is only to mess you over the imater writes and if you want at the moshel boy but don't despair you have a way to overcome him shenemar because the pasuk says ve'at the even though his entire tafkid in life is to take you over ve'at the you will be able to lord on him. So the 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 bakam the concept of tavlin berosilo tera tavlin it not I took away what a spice do what a spice do it doesn't take away the meat it gives the meat a taste it makes the meat okay the Torah didn't tell you you can't have the eight sahar not the eight sahars you can't have some of the gashmis in this world Lucy I saw Lucy already saw it going off on that not right not the Torah told you you can't have. 
But the Torah said, you know when you can have the Gashmias? If I understand that the Torah, I take the Torah and I put the Torah with it, and then I understand the Torah is the Iker, then I can have those other things also because they are a manifestation of my life of Torah. I, I realize and to put it correctly, not the Olam in Lakewood will think, hey, that's why we can already pri- fly private because Barossa Leutera Tavlin, and now I can fly private with it. Zogan Aladabal Musa means I understand that, that when I eat, I eat today, today. To be full, to be able to be an Ovid Hashem. That's what I eat for. If I if I don't have the Torah, then I'm eating. What am I eating? I'm eating stuff for, for the thing. So I'll capon him just to put it, not, not to open the door totally wide to everything. Because Yetzirah is, is so difficult. Usually you create something. You don't create something bad. The HaKadosh Baruch Hu called him the Yetzirah Shanema. The Pesach says, Ki Adam. Ramenurov is bad right from its thing. So therefore, even those like the Marshal, Kadesh Bochu created the Yitzhahara Latovisa Adam, because that way the a person can have schusim because he overcomes. But nevertheless, the Torah called him Ra because the Mahshova of the Yitzhahara itself is only to do bad to the person. Um Rabbi Yitzhak. Every day the Yitzhahara, you hear that? It, it's a, imagine if the Yitzhahara does that. How do we have to feel it's about a black Gemara every day? The Yitzhahara, every day he wakes up and he says, today is a new day. I didn't beat him yesterday. Today I'm going to beat him. It's a new day. The blood Gemara has got to come the same way and say, yesterday I don't know. Today I'm going to the blood Gemara. Sanaya blood Gemara. <laughs> So the So Rashi says every day he tries to fear you again. And um so the Makna says a beautiful thing. The Makna says the Yetzirah presents itself in a different guise every day, depending how you are. He knows where your soft spot is. So every day he comes in a different way. Today he knows your shvachkeit is in this. He's going to come with this. Tomorrow he says, hey, you know where I can trap him? Maybe this way. So the Makna says, mischadish all of meaning the Yitzhara changes his levush. He changes the way he appears every day. One day it's he's, 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 the, he's, he's focused on your food because he knows you're, 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 you're in the zone. And one day he's, food on the, he's focused on the not learning. What does it say? Tells me every day, every day, hour of the day, everything. Every day, is misgaber gets stronger. Listen to the Oh, very good. You know what? It means as you get older, the Yitzhahara gets stronger. Pesach says, Yitzhah doesn't mean every day it tries to do battle with you. The Gemara said that already before. It means the Yitzhahara, as you get older, the Yitzhahara gets stronger and stronger. Umevakeshlamise wants to kill him. Shneimar. The Pesach says, Tsoifer Roshel Letzadik. Umevakeshlamise. The Yitzhahara is the Rosh, that it looks at the tzaddik and he wants to kill him. If not, we had we wouldn't be able to help ourselves because the Pesach says 
God, don't lead me over in his hands. Turn it away with Shmuel. in Pogger maneuvers, if this maneuver, you know what a maneuver is? It's a so that's a maneuvel. This maneuvel, the Eitzahara, comes and touches you and, and tries to schlep him to to the Torah. Why? If he's a stone, he's going to melt down. Mayim is Torah and water can dissolve stone. You know, you go, you see those places, and after thousands of years, and if he's a barzel, he will break up from the Eisha Torah, the fire is stronger than metal, fire things, it breaks it up. Shainim say different, the other way around, we like, okay, and the Pasuk says, where do I see it, Shinemar? the Pasuk says, haloi koi devorai ke'esh nu mashem, it's ukepateish, you fight to sell on like a hammer, breaks the stone, here's mash, but the other way around, okay, there's Shainim to talk it, and in Ebenu, if it's a stone, if it's a stone, the muach gets oiskevet, why Shinemar? the Pasuk says, hebe called summer l'chula mayim, go to mayim, and what is Mayim? Mayim is Torah, Shenemar. And then it says also, Avonim, Shachaku Mayim. Mayim rubs out a stone. So therefore I see that uh, that uh, a, a thing. So <clears throat> the Yeshua says, beautiful, he says a stone is less strong than than barzel, than metal. So the Kavanah of the Tana is like this. If your Yetzirah of the person is only like an Evan, then take him to Bismedrish. And what's going to happen in Bismedrish? Water ultimately will dissolve the stone totally. But if the Yetzirah is so strong, it's misgaber that uh, like a metal, then you, it's not enough to take him to Bismedrish. You have to learn Torah with him. You see the difference. Here he says, and there he says, Yasik B'Torah. Yasik B'Torah, and then you chip away at it a little bit, a little bit, and that's how it is. The continuation of the Gemara we learned. One of the things that fathers Mechuyev is Lasia Isha, to marry off his son to a wife. Frank Marmanolan, how do I know this? This chiyav. The pasuk says in Yemiyahu, "Tchu noshim, take women, vaylidu bonam abonis, and have children. Uchulu benechem, and take for your sons noshim. Ves benesechem tenula noshim, and your daughters give to men." Zakdigumar bishloyme. We understand the to take a wife for your son, it's in his hands. Why? Because a man pursues a woman, and so therefore he can he can encourage his son to go get married, take a woman, get married. Ella, but the other way around, how does he get his daughter married off? He can't chase men and say, hey, you want to marry my daughter? So how is it in his hands? So Gemara Khamri means, Nitin law mide, give her things, dress her nicely, give her, tell her, ah, Lucy knows already, go with the fingers like this, like you have a nadin, the kafzole, insha that should be, should be desirable, and therefore there's an obligation of a father to dress his daughter nicely and to give her money and to give her a, a, a dowry so that she should be desirable, and that way. <clears throat> She but she should be mechuyev in that. We learn the brisa also. An obligation of a father is to teach his child a craft. Lelamdei umnes zegmar minolan. Where do I know it? Om cheskio damekro and kehelis. It says rei chayim im isha asher hafta. The pasuk says rei chayim see life with the woman asher hafta that you like. So what is rei chayim? 
look that you should have, be able to make a living with the woman that you like. And some, we're going to see the Gemara, Isha is the Isha Mamish, or some say it's talking about an Isha, like the Torah was Nimshla Ke Isha. We, often uses the Torah, a euphemism for that. He calls it Isha, the Torah. So, but Pashtas, we learn two ways. So Pashtas, the Pasuk is talking about, you're living, you want to live with a wife that you love. So the Pasuk is telling me, he's like, the Masha, you know what? Learn a craft. You should be able to have a living with your wife. Why? Because if you can't make a living, it causes fights between husband and wife. So therefore, the Pasuk says, look to make a living in Mishra after, so that you're going to stay with Shalom Bayez in the house and that the pashtas it should be. So the mother and doesn't have that here to marry to make we're, sure we're gonna see. We're, we're gonna see in one minute. Let me come okay. Um so im isha mamashi if it means isha mamish, then shem shechayv lasiya isha. Just like a father has an obligation to marry for his daughter, for his son to teach him to marry off. In the same way, he has an obligation to uh, to to why because parnasa was mukish than isha. So therefore, he has to also teach his son a, a thing. Ve'im and if. Torah, he, when the Pasuk, we say it means Torah, Isha, then the same way, still, it says Chayim there, so the same way a father is obligated to teach us all Torah, and so why not a woman, as, as, as Luzi said, because a woman ain't darker, it's not her way, a woman to teach to teach his son a craft. It's a man's thing. So therefore, the man's the hunter. So therefore, and others say, Aflashita Benar, a father's obligation is also to teach his son how to swim. My Tama, why Chiyusi? Because let's say he's on a boat, the boat is sinking. And again, we learned that out from the same Pasuk, because the Pasuk says, I see life. Make sure that you're giving your child life. So life is, you got to teach him. I thought that means it's Mechaya. It means what? A machaya? A machaya. That also about the machaya. Rabbi Yudaimer is listis. You remember we learned the Brysa? Rabbi Yudah went further. If I don't teach my child a craft, it's I teach him to be a thief. Mar says, listis I didn't teach him to be a thief. listis is that's if I taught him to be a thief. In other words, why? Because he doesn't know how to make a living, and therefore he's going to end up having to steal to have bread. What is the difference between the Tanakhama that says you got to teach him to make money? You got to teach him uh, on this because he's have to have Chaim. And the second one was that says, Kill him, Lamb, the listers. Zagdimar, listen to this amazing thing. If you teach your child how to do business, but you don't teach him a craft, according to the Tanakhama, that's okay. According to Rabbi Yudah, it's not okay. Because according to Rabbi Yudah, what you want to be sure is he doesn't have to be super rich. You want to be sure that he doesn't become a thief because he doesn't have bread to eat. In business, sometimes, you can go off the way. If he taught him how to do business, according to the Tanakhama, that's good enough. He taught him a way to make a living. But Rabbi Yudha says a craft, dafke, it has to be a craft. Why? The Kama Pomim, one minute, let the Zayda speak first, sorry. The Kama Pomim, because many times, because if you're teaching him business, 
Maybe he doesn't have what to do business with and he's going to end up being a thief and, and stealing it. If you teach him to be a craftsman, you teach him how to, how, to, how to make a nice piece of wood over there, he's always going to have a thing and he's not going to come with that. Lucy, what did you, you want to, to say? You have to teach him to be a professional. you got to send him to That's it, a professional. So this is the thing. Very good. That's the question over here. We got a roll over here. All the mitzvah. So the first thing was the second part of the mission was all the Mitzvah of the father and the son. Zagdimar, my kol mitzvah alben. What does it mean? Ilaim, if it means kol mitzvosi the mechayev abba lemevet lebrei. All the mitzvahs the father has to do for the son. In the Mishnah said this second part, Noshim Chayovis, the Noshim are also obligated. That can be, but Tanya, we said that the obligations of a father and a son, so how could the Mishnah mean that when the Mishnah says Noshim are also Mechuyiv in those things? Um, Rabbi Yudin, no, it means the other way around. The mitzvahs of the obligation of a son to do the father, which is what? those mitzvahs, that echad hanoshem both a son and a daughter are mechuyiv in that. Like Gemara Tanina Law, the Tanur Abanam, we learned ish. The pasuk says ish a man has to fear his father and mother. How do I know that a woman also has to fear and respect his father and mother. When the Pesach says, Tiro, it doesn't say Tiro, that's plural, and therefore it means both a son and a daughter have the obligation of Kibudav and Meira'ab. Why does it say so ish? Ish, a man, he always has the ability to do it because he's his own master and therefore he can always do it. Isha ain't sipik biyode lasses. She can't always do what the father and mother want. Why? Because she's meshubit to her husband, and therefore the husband could be meicha and say, "No, I don't want you to do that," and etc. So therefore, you can't uh, you can't do it. We're going to finish over here, and we're going to finish one thing. The priest brings lalacha. What does it mean? A husband can interfere with a woman's mitzvah. So the the priest says that it means that a, a woman's masayodel, her her workmanship, is meshubet to her husband, and that's what it means. And azayis mashman the pirush of is to Rambam, and therefore, so therefore the priest writes it's only legabe kibud, meaning if the woman wants to use her money to. Kibbut. We know what the the difference of kibbut and yira is, right? Kibbut is malbishoy, malchilo, mashkeo, to feed him, to give him to drink, to things that cost her money. That she cannot do, maybe. Why? Because because that's what it means. Her her workmanship, what she has, belongs to her husband. But avade, the din of yira, or things which she does with her own goof, there's no such thing that she, she can't be mishubed with that. Others argue with that and say that even things that are not masayodeo, even in that, she's she's not she it's not her own so to speak and therefore um and therefore she's mishubed her husband and she may not be able to. The shach says one thing is clear: if the husband is not makbid, then she has the obligation to do it. In other words. What the Gemara is saying is, hey, 
it may be that she doesn't have the obligation. When may it be if she doesn't have the obligation? If the husband doesn't want her to do it. But if the husband is not makbid, then of course she has the obligation, just like just like any male, to do the full measure of kibud and yira to her father and mother. Everybody should have a wonderful day.